I do remember it was, uh, what do you do if you're overwhelmed? Okay. And, um, I mean, I still have my notes from that webinar. Wow. And um, basically your answer was being overwhelmed is just a matter of not being able to make a decision about what's what the priorities are. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. Here is Martin Grunberg. All righty. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg and you are at the Habits to Goals podcast. I hope you are digging season three with Henry Evans. Of course, typically on Wednesday, we will have our interviews and this is a very special interview as far as I'm concerned. I have had to essentially beg a number of times one of our reader slash listeners. In fact, Kathy was in our accountability group where I got to know her over a number of months. And because she was such a great quote unquote student of the process and the methodology. And um, the more I learned about the habit factor community, the people who read the book and listen to the podcast, the more I recognized If she was willing, it would be fantastic to share her story, and I knew she would provide tremendous value. Going through difficult times, by definition, is certainly never easy. So what Kathy has done has uh, really proven to provide not only tremendous value, but she's just extremely gracious and, and kind woman, and you are going to pick that up here in this interview. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way and let you enjoy this one. Thank you again, Kathy, for doing this. Have at it. Hello? There she is. Yes. I think, <laughs> at least I think so. How are you doing, Kathy? Good. How are you, Martin? I'm doing well. It's We've we've only chatted very briefly before, so I'm I'm uh, I'm noticing the the Oklahoma accent. Oh yeah, yeah, it's there. You know, we got a little twang out here, yeah. so it'll come across. So <laughs> no, I think it's fantastic. You know, I'm probably going to say this later, but I, I think in a lot of ways. The stories remain the same. It's just the kind of the people and the places and the circumstances. Some of that changes, but but some of the stories I think are general, and that's why I think you have a lot to offer. Um, and and you know, as as it relates to the habit factor, I just I want to learn and understand more of um, how how it came into your life and and that sort of thing. So I really. Uh, thank you for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. It's, you know, um, I do think it's helping me. Uh, it's, it's obviously you'd like to go a hundred miles an hour, but, um, 
I've learned some lessons in the last several months. So, you know, uh, I know I will, my approach and my situation is different than what other people who might be using the app or reading the book. Right. So, so what their experience is. So, but I think for people who are really trying to struggle to get ahead that, you know, maybe I can say something that'll help them. Okay, well, I'm going to uh, officially kick this off. Thank you, Habits to Goals listeners, for joining us. I'm here with Kathy Fisher. I just call her Kathy F. She has been um, an amazing participant, if you will, with the Habit Factor Accountability Group. She's actually been truly a natural leader with that. And before we kind of get into it, I just wanted to share a little background. I think, Kathy, you you originally, when we first spoke, and then we'll do the GTRs, when we first spoke, it was one of the webinars. Is that correct? Yes, it was the Focus and Discipline webinar that you did. Okay. Perfect. You know, last December. Fantastic. So, so Kathy has, yeah, last December. So, I, I can't even remember when we started this accountability group, but I think it was a few months after that. And of course, we're still doing this. Kathy, I had to, I'm telling the audience this, I had to kind of beg her, convince her <laughs> that um, I wanted to learn more about her story. It occurred to me, and and this may be the first of its kind, but I have a feeling, Kathy, I'm going to do a lot more of these with... Um, habit factor users, whether it's the app or, or, or readers of the book or, you know, listeners to the podcast. So, so it, it, it has occurred to me, uh, to not just bring on, you know, guests that are authors and stuff, but, but go into the user base and talk about, um, their personal stories and the habit factor and maybe where they intersect and maybe where there might be a few aha. So, so with that, I welcome you and thank you for, for letting me nudge you on the show, Kathy. How are, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, the weather here in Oklahoma has been about 50 degrees all day and then we're expecting 90 degrees on Monday. So it's just, you know, it's a, it's a new day every day around here. So you have to be ready for anything. So, well, it's great. And I think, again, the listener should know we haven't chatted. We've, we've chatted much, whether it's, you know, via Facebook or email, but, but, but person to person. So I, I told her earlier, I was noticing that Oklahoma twang. <laughs> um, and you sound great. So again, thank you for joining us. Give us, uh, maybe a little background. Again, you don't have to name any companies, but, but kind of your, career path, what you're doing today, and, and then we'll, we'll deviate from there. Well, I've worked in several different jobs over the years, but they always seem to have something to do with sales. Um, I spent a lot of years in retail, uh, worked as a department store manager for a large department store um, for 17 years. And then I left that about 10 years ago and now work as an independent financial advisor. Nice. So complete change in, 
in, um, you know, something I never thought I would do, but I was recruited by a, a friend and a mentor and, um, you know, certainly love it a lot more. I'm not having to work um, 80, 90 hours a week around the holidays. So that <laughs> makes it a lot right. nicer. So, but, um, um, so usually I'm dealing with sales goals and productivity, things like that. So not, it wasn't a huge change and switch in how I look at things. So, but, uh, now I get to work with people one-on-one face-to-face. I like that. That's perfect. And one of those themes we, we always talk about here on the show and, um, I know it's hit pretty hard in, in the pressure paradox is this idea of, you know, transformation or metamorphosis and, and evolving. And, you know, it's just the, the chance that any one of us is going to do the same thing for 40 or 50 years in today's world is, is very limited. So I, I always love to hear about kind of the career um, path or transformation. Now, Having said that, I realized my my fault, and I promise you we'd we'd kick it off with a GTR. So I'm going to back up. Do okay. you have a GTR for me? A good things report. Well, I think I I have maybe a couple. Right. Um, uh, one GTR for me is that about a month and a half ago, I moved into a new office, and you know. Um, there's this beautiful historic building in downtown Tulsa that's about a hundred years old. It's got this beautiful marble lobbies and antique light fixtures. And, you know, for years, you know, pass by it and you say what an incredible building it is and what an amazing history it has. And, um, I had moved my office to downtown Tulsa last fall and ran into a girl I know that happened to be the leasing manager. And she's like, you need to come rent an office from me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, she said, come look at them. And she made me a, a great deal on an office. And I pay uh, as little as I've ever paid for an <laughs> office. That's fantastic. And have probably the most, the best office I've ever had in this uh, building that's on the National Registry of Historic Places. And mm. I don't know, it just, you know, I feel good every day walking into it and thinking about the history that's been here. The interesting thing was the original building was about 12 stories. I'm not sure I have that right, but uh, back in the 80s, some people came along and wanted to add to the building and they added another 25 stories or so, but they did it in such a way that the old part and the new part blend so well, you can't tell the difference. They they found the old marble mine in Italy mm. where the original marble came from and was closed, but they reopened it just to mine the marble for the new part of the building. And it's it's just, you know, a lot of people around town just think it's one of the most beautiful buildings in the city. And it's just a neat feeling to be able to come and work in the office every day and have a nice big window to look out of, which I'm, you know, having worked retail for 17 years, I never had a window in an office. So anyway, but um, it's close to home. It's an easy drive. And 
like today, going to lunch, walk across the street, run into people I know. So that's good. So that's fantastic. Yeah. That's one good things report. And then I guess the funny one, the second one is, you know, back on July 4th, um, Kevin Durant filed for divorce against the whole state of Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, tonight the team plays their first game in Oklahoma without him. So, and they actually played in Tulsa and they're playing about five blocks away from us. Wow. So So, that's funny. Um, And you're you're born and raised there. Yeah, I was born and raised in Tulsa. Um, My grandfather on my mom's side moved here when the the when they discovered oil he came to work for the company that was texaco it, it was called texas oil company and so he worked for them you talked about people in long-term jobs i think he worked for texaco for about 50 years yeah yeah back, and, back then you could do that <laughs> yeah and then my grandpa on my dad's side uh helped build the railroad hmm. So we we go back a ways. Um, your your uh, roots so. are deep in OK. Yes, but I have lived. I've worked jobs in Texas. I lived in Texas for a number of years, and I actually lived in Oklahoma City and Norman, where Oklahoma University is, uh, for a while. So, hmm. and then made my way back to Tulsa. Oh no, no. 20 years ago, almost, maybe. So, but, yeah, I'm a Tulsa girl. A Tulsa girl. And my GTR, real quick, uh, I think I'd mention it in our in our tracking group, our accountability group, but the, the good thing about the traumatic experience that is moving, even though we only moved less than a block away, is that <laughs> um, the kids – the girls get their own little rooms, and my wife now has every possible <laughs> new appliance. Awesome. Uh, yeah, even the ref- <laughs> the fridge, the stove, the dishwasher, the washer, the dryer, goes on and on. So, um, yeah, that's my GTR. The kids and the wife are happy, which makes... Good. Yeah. It's, and it's in sunny San Diego. I'm sure that's nice, too. Correct. It is. And, the, and it, like I said, that we we only moved less than a block away, and it was, after 13 years, we just had so much crap. It was, uh, it was, it was much harder than I anticipated. Uh, yes. And part of it was we just, we had to, we pretty much had to do the entire move in one day, so... Very wow. traumatic. All right. Well, let's get into it. So, so what I want to know, and again, I'm warning the the listener, I I don't fully know the story, and I want to do the discovery. Um, so, I I say I don't fully know the story. I know bits and pieces. So, Kathy, I think you said you came upon like was it the book first or the app, and it was like four or five years ago or something. Yeah, it was the book that I found, and I looked it up. You can go back on Amazon and see when you bought something. And oh yeah, oh almost exactly four years ago, okay. October eighth, two thousand twelve. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I bought the book. So. And do you remember 
what led you to it or like why that book as opposed to a different book or? I don't, I don't remember, but knowing, you know, what the types of things I look for, I was probably searching for uh, something to help with productivity or reaching goals. Got it. And so, you know, I don't, I don't remember seeing it listed someplace else. I probably just did a search Got it. and located it and I bought the Kindle version of it. Got so, it. um, so, and then I was able also, when I knew we were going to talk, I was able to go back and I downloaded an app at the time. Mm-hmm. I think within, within a few days I requested the tracking sheet Got it. Um, all about the same time too, but I do remember reading, reading the book and getting through it very pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, but um, mostly started with the book and the tracking sheet. And, and the impetus was you were just kind of looking for uh, productivity and goal achievement kind of direction. Uh, yeah, I was at a really tough time in my life you know I've been through a lot of changes uh-huh. and you know kind of had taken had moved um, my job I'd gone to work for a new company and you know learning trying to figure out all kinds of new things new systems with this new company um, kind of was at a point where I kind of had to start over and um so trying to figure out I how to how to be more productive, I remember going through this about the same time there was a program at work that talked about you know growing your business and uh, working with clients like I do, and I went through that too, all about the same time. <laughs> and, and in general sense, so so when you say the tough time, was that mostly like on the professional end? Like, from, from it was a job, everything. Job yeah. transition. It was everything. Earlier in the year, I had gone through several weeks of cancer testing. Oh. Um, yeah, and then was in a position where I ended up having to change jobs. Uh, luckily, the cancer was, you know, after several weeks, found out I didn't have cancer. But you know, so my mental state was not good at that point. And then right. changed jobs. Um, left my church. Um, yeah. Um, I was felt, you know, personally, I felt like I was dealing with a lot of rejection from a lot of areas in my life, uh, with facing having to have knee surgery and, you know, kind of trying to get my business off the ground all over again. So it's like everything kind of caved in all at the same time. So, um, I remember trying to go to counseling in August, uh, just probably a few weeks before I got the book and, and, um, the counselor talk about herself for about five visits and thought, I don't think this is for me. So I thought, you know, I, I've, I've been through tough times before I can get through this. So anyway, so. No, I think um, that's important to share. And today's episode is brought to you by audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, 
if there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going? It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And uh, I appreciate you sharing it. That's obviously not easy to talk about, but that's, that's, that's a whole lot of a mess at one, one time. So right. incredible for you to, uh, you know, persevere through that. So, wow. And I, I remember trying to start working with a tracking sheet yep. and thinking, you know, I have all these things I need to do and all these things I can, you know, I knew, I knew what I needed to do right? and I knew where I wanted to go, but um, I tried the tracking sheet and I mean, later on, this will make sense, but it probably had five or six different things I'd listed that I needed to do. And then, was starting to track things, and um, I I remember saying, I just can't deal with this right now. Yeah. So setting it aside, That's, and I set it aside until last December when you did your webinar. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So although, you know, I think the lessons that I learned from the book kind of continue to stick with me over that period of time. And, and I think... <laughs> I think that makes so much sense, too. Um, you know, sometimes, and I'm just reflecting, you know, I, I'm joking, sort of, that this move was traumatic. But but I can tell you, even though, and you know this because I'm posting my tracking charts. Right. Uh, you know, I had 50% a couple times. and 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 so when you say that, I, I think there are some foundational aspects to anyone's life that if they're not whole or somewhat whole, then it certainly makes it, you know, much harder to pursue a big goal. Um, so, so yeah, those things to be tracking, you know, in hindsight, um, I, I can't be building a course when I've got to take care of, you know, these fundamental things, uh, first. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like I can, I can totally appreciate the comment, you know, hard to be tracking toward, you know, a bunch of habits toward, toward a goal when, when there are some fundamental things that need to be addressed first. So, yeah, I felt like, yeah, I had a lot of wounds to deal with. And, um, um, but I think, there's a, you're kind of a quote freak like I am. And I think I've read in some of your materials that, um, when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. That's right. That's right. I was just thinking that, yeah. When, uh, the, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, when the student is ready, the master appears. But yeah, same that's thing. It. Yes. Yeah. Same so, exact thing. Yep. And that's kind of what happened. I think last December, it's finally like you know, I I looked back and I you know you were sending emails to, and I'm sure I was on an email list, yeah. but the the subject matter focus and discipline just hit me and I'm like, this is what I need. <laughs> and so I was already familiar with the habit factor, the book. Got it. I, and I had the app on my phone, mm-hmm. but I've not, not really ever used it. And that kind of kicked off, um, you know, a much better experience, you know, for me for the last several months. When so the, when the student is ready, yep, that's a great point. And, and I remember, yeah, it was at the end of the the webinar. You asked a question or two, and that's, and then and then you became really a lot more engaged. I can't remember exactly what the question is. Perhaps you remember, but I don't know. I I do remember. It was, uh, what do you do if you're overwhelmed? Okay. And, um, I mean, I still have my notes from that webinar. Wow. And um, basically, your answer was being overwhelmed is just a matter of not being able to make a decision about what's what the priorities are. Interesting. And that made that made a lot of sense to me. And so, um, because I knew I, you know, I can pick out a priority in my. You know, even though I've done better over the last three years, even last December, still struggling with how to prioritize things and pick out something that's the most important thing to work on. Right. And sometimes I don't, you know, maybe you don't even have to work on the most important thing. You just have to pick something and start doing it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yep. so, and that's, that's kind of, that's really what got me engaged in that and then um, began to work with the app with uh the accountability group came along you um you i you had the kickstart program i went through that uh you had the unstuck program i actually still have two lessons to do on that oh, but great great yeah and so those things kind of going through that i think really helped uh Get me back on track. That's so fantastic. I forget so. about some of these programs sometimes. We're going to re revamp the the unstuck. Just just put it on a different platform and and chunk it down. It's I I thought you know this is me talking. The the material is good, but it's just too. The videos are too long. Everything's too long. And and now with the new platforms and tools out there. You can disseminate the information in in much smaller bites, and I think, uh, anyways, I'm just really looking forward to doing that. So, wow, that's cool. So let's go back to um, focus and discipline. So you were thinking that email comes in, and you're thinking this is speaking to me. So you listen, yes. and then and then really the big takeaway is just this idea of 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 addressing overwhelm by, by prioritizing. So if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the, the habit 
that was being tracked was just like planning for the week in advance? Or? Yeah, that's my and my. It's been my habit since the beginning. Great. The funny thing was, you know, you started the account accountability group, and yep. you said, you know, pick a habit to work on, and I remember responding, you know, I've got all these different areas and there's probably five or six habits I need to work on. And you just said, no, Kathy, just, just one habit. Just one. (laughs) Just just (laughs) one. And I think I probably put another response on there and I got the same answer back again that said, just one. You know, and I was like, okay, just one. So I had to whittle things down and figure out. Isn't that what hard was... to do? Oh, yeah. I mean, I still have all these habits that I think well, I need to do this and this and track this and this. But I, um, I think even, you know, as I've learned more about that habit process where you talk about um the PAR methodology, the yep. first step is plan. Yep. So I do, you know, and I even stated recently, I don't feel like I have it nailed down as a habit yet. It's certainly become more of a regular discipline for me. So, um, but sometimes I think in, in, it's it's not totally ingrained. And that's another thing I learned from the seminar was it takes more than the 21 days that you hear so many people say that it takes to establish a habit. Yeah, that's a big, big, bad myth. And and I just want to go back and reset for, for new listeners. So, so this PAR methodology just stands for plan, act, record and then reassess and we reassess after four weeks of tracking and i can in the notes from this podcast i can link to a video to to break that down but that's if you download the free app you'll you'll see how that works or they even the tracking sheet um the simplification kathy i love that you're bringing that up because that is it sounds so simple and it's probably one of the hardest things to to tell a person that focus on one habit or no more than three but really just one and just track it and there's two things that come up one is they they end up getting really good momentum and a great experience and then they want to track another one and another one they start piling them up Mm-hmm. And then it, the whole thing implodes. So, so I caution against that. Um, and then the other is just this idea, and you touched on it. This idea that a habit is formed, not necessarily overnight, but but you know, all I got to do is do it a few times um, or do it for twenty one days. And that's like I said, it's a big bad myth. This, there are so many factors involved. What we do know. And it's just undeniable is, is that habit is like a muscle in many ways. So there's something called habit strength. You can refortify the more you do it over time. It doesn't necessarily have to be daily, but the more you perform the behavior consistently over time. So 
I mean, the running habit for me is taking uh, upwards of eight months, and at this point, I'm years and years in. But you know, it'd be very easy uh, to to fall out of that if I if I didn't plan, act, record, and reassess over time. So, mm-hmm. so great. Yeah, Any other? Can- Go ahead. Oh, you talked about habit strength, and one of the examples you used in the webinar that I remember was, uh, you know, if your habit is trying to eat healthy and somebody puts a piece of chocolate cake in front of you, (laughs) you know, that there's a lot of factors that influence that, and, you know, you can beat yourself up when you give in to the piece of chocolate cake, but there could be a lot of things that happen during the day that will influence your ability to resist the chocolate cake if that's, you know, what you want your habit to be. So uh, that left an impression on me. Yeah, there's a distinction, um, at least I like to make, between discipline, which I believe is a habit. In other words, babies aren't born with discipline. It's, Mm -hmm. but, but there's discipline and then there's willpower. Willpower is that ability to act in the moment, not necessarily the same as discipline. And willpower is something that can can wane with energy reserves and environmental changes and in those things. And, and discipline again is is a habit. It's fortified over time. So if you wake up early. <clears throat> Every morning, over and over and over, somebody says, wow, that person is disciplined. Well, yes, they are. And it's actually gotten easier over time, not harder. And it's because they have the habit of doing it. So it's a habit of being disciplined to wake up early. Whereas willpower is, again, that ability to act in the moment. So um, thank you for bringing that up. That's good. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of getting up early, that was one of the habits I wanted to add after a few months in. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, I didn't make it part of our accountability group. And I spent a week or two trying to get up earlier. And then the light went on that, well, you can't get up earlier if you don't get to bed at a decent time. <laughs> Very so, good. Yeah, yeah. So I like my first habit should be make sure I get to bed by a certain time Brilliant. so that I I can get up on on time. And I think, you know, there are probably a lot of other habits we try to get in place and we've got them out of order sometimes. So, you know, we kind of have to I, I think that's another thing I've learned from going through all this is that uh, just because you can't establish a habit you think you want to, it might be because you need to do a different one first great to point. help make that one more achievable. So, No, that's a great point. There's an interdependency, inter, inter, a relationship there. And, and I had this discussion with my wife because our daughter, so, so she's struggling in the morning. You know, the saying is a, a good morning starts with a good night and uh, mm-hmm. her her bedtime routine kind of sucks. So the place to fix that uh, is not in the morning, but but at night. So another great, excellent point. Sometimes you we're focusing on the wrong habit. Um, what would you if if you were given advice, if somebody just got the tracking sheet and they're not sure, you know, 
where to start or they don't understand it. Is there any any thoughts you have just in general like that that whether it was an aha or or something um that worked for you other than of course some of the stuff we talked about well i think if you're starting with the tracking sheet and you did that great video that will help you understand how the tracking sheet works yeah that was four years overdue but thank you (laughs) but You know, I had started with a tracking sheet, and, you know, I think that's, you know, I was used to putting a to-do list down, and so, and I had used other tracking sheets for work, so I thought, you know, that would be a great way to start, but like I said at the time, it just was not the right time, I guess, for me. I don't know, but um, I think had I only started with the one habit instead of trying to start four years ago with five or six, like I did right. that, that would have made a difference. Um, don't try to conquer the mountain the first, first time out, you know, start with something a little simpler. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of get, you know, if you're, especially too, if you're using the app, start with something simple so that, you get used to, you know, how the tracking sheet works or how the app works. And um, that's one thing I did earlier this year when I started using the app was, you know, start pressing buttons and figuring out everything that was there. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's, there's a lot, a lot on the app. Yeah. yeah, Probably too much, but that's why we charge. (laughs) That's why the the, yeah. the the non-free one is $10, which is funny to me because some people think that's expensive. And I don't know, for for the life-changing I, I power think, of a, a co- coffee or a sandwich, yeah, I just, uh, I think. I think the book, the book, the app, the everything is a bargain, no. <laughs> you know, if it, if it helps you. Certainly, if it helps you reach a, even one goal, it's got to be a bargain. So Right. And I say that, too, <clears throat> um, because something I've noticed in my 22 years of entrepreneurship or something like that, that people tend to value what they pay for. And um, right. I, I love giving away the app in a limited capacity for free because I want people to try it and test it. But, but I've always found it funny how the people who pay, you know, 10 bucks for it, um, like it and appreciate it far more than the people who download it for free. (laughs) So yeah, I have another app I pay $10 a month for. So, um, and you probably love it. I do. I love it. Great. So, um, but I, you know, I just experiment with it. And then, you know, like I said, start with something a little easier. I think you've even mentioned uh, in some of the programs, maybe start with a physical goal. If it's you're trying to improve your health or your physical condition, you know, maybe start with walking so many minutes a day. Or, you know, if you're trying to develop that water drinking habit, like you mentioned in your blog here recently, right. you know, just 
start with something like that and then a few weeks into it then try to get something i do think it's important if you're going to continue to have a habit that you're tracking that's meaningful to you in your life i you know in the accountability group i think there have been people who started with a group and left the group and they were trying to track a habit they already did really well so they didn't really need to track it because they were already doing it right or they were trying to track something so minor that it wasn't important right. to them yeah. so they didn't they didn't stay engaged in the group so um yeah, it I has think, to yeah. no I yeah it has to eventually it. have something important to to do with where you want to go so and, and i think some people just kind of poke their nose in and look around so so we're trying yeah. to figure out See that, how, how how to vet that better um but thank you for bringing that up because i forgot uh we had talked about that and i think that is the best place to start is with a a health habit um whether it's drinking water or walking or running because your health is so foundational to to everything else and when you feel better you have more momentum more energy you want to go after another you know goal really so that's thanks for bringing that up you're welcome i i and i think that was my first step and you know coming out of my hole four years ago my first step was an exercise habit that i developed Great. so um and now i don't you know i don't have really although now i want to increase my frequency that's certainly something i can track on the app but, but you don't need to track it probably right didn't you just get back from a spin class or something well i ended <laughs> up having to go yeah i i am an, i call it a, a spin addict wow. i go three times a week wow. and t- tonight would have been a normal night but i forgot i had a non-profit fundraiser oh, that for you. we did at our restaurant just before the basketball game started so i ended up missing my spin class which kills me because mm. i it, it is such a habit i hate to miss it that's the beauty so, of that so so that's the power or the force of habit yeah it can go from something you dread to uh something you dread to miss <laughs> right wow right that's super cool so um so we're getting actually a little short on time i'm wondering are there any other notes ahas any any pointers anything you want to you want to share and then we'll go through some of the closing things let me see i tried to make some notes um take your time just you know there are things that i really like about the app and I mentioned earlier you're a quote freak like I am, and yes, I I, am. I really like the fact that when you open up the the app, there's there's an inspirational quote on there, and if you press the little arrow, you <laughs> you just get tons more. So <laughs> yeah, so people, people want a back arrow, but I I have yet, <laughs> I have yet to do that. I like them moving forward through the quotes, but yeah, that's a a preference. I've actually had people think that that was the entire app, Kathy, that it was just oh, a bunch no. of quotes. Yeah, I know. Pretty sad. 
Um, not a lot of people, but I, but I think that's funny. Yeah, so thanks for mentioning. Well, I want. Go ahead. I'll press every button, so it's you know that's how I learned the app. Um, the other thing I like on the app, and I really after doing a doing the accountability group for a few weeks, I noticed every once in a while I have a low week, and if you use the streak option on the app and you get the picture of the calendar with the little red check marks on it. Right. And it, at a glance, you can see how you're doing. And from that one, I noticed, you know, my last week of my, of the month always seems to be a little more stressful, a little busier for me at work. Mm. And that was the week I was missing my tracking days more frequently but it's also in encouraging when you go back and like you think oh just am i making any progress and you go back and you look at the month after month you can see you know i did this you know all these days i can't stop now so that's powerful it's, wow. uh, yeah so i, I like never i never use a streak but i know some people love it so that's cool that's a great story i love that anything else um the other the only other thing is uh you know I struggled with where you've said uh going slow is going fast. Yep, yep. So I think that's another part where I have to say, you know, that's where you don't want to get too many habits going that if you'll take a little bit slower and and develop each habit as you go, I think you'll have a lot more success. That's great. So, Oh, I'm so happy we did this. I love, uh, I really, really love hearing some of this stuff. So, um, maybe a few closing thoughts. So we'll probably beat the, the habit factor app into the ground. Is there any tool, or technology app website anything you're using uh that you'd like to recommend something you've come upon that's helpful well i don't all i have for technology is my iphone and my laptop really and um but um yeah i have a devotional app the one i mentioned i pay for every month and um you know it just provides inspiration to me great, so great. it's called called dvo and um that's great it's it's just uh it's written by an australian woman and her husband who've been in the ministry but it's it's an interesting perspective and i wonder sometimes if it's because they're from australia so <laughs> that it's right. just kind of unique but um you know, I look I look for inspiration, and that's that's one app I go to pretty much every day. So, um, but other than that, I can't. I mean, technology wise, I can't really think of anything. No, that's fine. And then uh, you know, these are just some of the standard questions I like to ask when we when we button up the show. So, uh, what about books? Any great book or transformational book that uh, that you have read or reading that you'd like to share with the audience? Well, I guess probably about this uh, shortly after 
I got the habit factor. I did buy a book called The Slight Edge, and it's by Jeff Olson. Uh-huh. And I mentioned I was you know, trying, I had knee surgery that December, and I went back to the gym. That motivated me to get um, a little more serious about exercising. And the, the whole concept he teaches is, you know, to, to be, to progress in your goals is to um, pick something to do and try to do just a slight bit better every day. And he mm. says, uh, you know, a third of a percent sure. better each day. And so he said at the end of the year, you're a hundred percent better. Right. So I was doing sit-ups at the gym and started with 15, which killed me. (laughs) And then, so I applied that to my sit-ups. And in about four and a half months, I was doing 250. Oh, my goodness. Good for you. So, so, but kind of lost my ability to do 250 when I took my spin class. So, right, right. so now I'm trying to get that back, but that he said, you know, you do something and it kind of, it really applies to habits too, because you're Absolutely. doing things that seem easy to do, but the problem is they're also easy not to do. <laughs> so each yep. time you do them, you're making the choice to do them again. And so that was kind of an interesting book. I think that influenced um, some things I did over the last few years. Awesome. And um, so uh, I am reading a book I've mentioned to you called Essentialism, so where he talks about eliminating um, unnecessary things. So yep. still trying to get through that one a little bit. Uh, that you know you're faced with choices in everything that you do. So um, choose the things that are of high value. Right, so, and it gets back to that prioritizing and simplification. Right. That's so important. That's what helps to reduce that that overwhelm mm-hmm. that we talked and I, about. And I do. I you know that's one thing I noticed um, probably around May after being with the accountability group and experiencing everything. I you know my my sense of hope has uh, improved. You know it's. You sometimes look at your goals and you think, oh, I'll never get there. But, you know, after seeing that you can make some progress, especially if you've been, you know, rock bottom, that's, you just need that sense of hope renewed and um, you you can get there. So I think the app can be used uh, and the principles in the book can be used to, make progress in just about any area of your life. So, wow. I'm just, I'm just processing that. That's, that's powerful. And and thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I think, um, I don't even know why I'm speaking after that, but yeah, my thought is without, without hope, there's, there's really nothing. And, and if you're saying that, that using the app, being part of the accountability group, reading the book gave you and refortified hope then 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 I think I'm doing my job and I'm glad I got a podcast and and like I said Kathy this is part of the reason 
I I begged you to uh, come on the show. Just uh, I think that that was that was powerful share. So um, I know you're going to continue to kill it and do great and take it, you know, uh, one day at a time. And uh, again, thank you so much for sharing. Is there any parting words? Anything you want to leave with? I'll I'll leave you with a quote, and it's for you. Oh, no. (laughs) Sweet. And it's a Robert Frost quote. Okay. And um, I hope I don't cry. (laughs) Well, the Robert Frost quote, maybe you already know it, is a good book has no ending. So I think you've written two great books, So and they don't end. They keep going. So I want to thank you for that. Wow. Uh, I love that. A good book has no ending. A good mm-hmm. book has no, I'm trying to think how a good life has, I want to say a good life has no ending, but we, we know it, it does at some point. Uh, yeah. Well, you can leave a lasting legacy and, yeah, yeah, and in that, you know, that's and right. that will, in that way. And I certainly think that, um, yeah, the the lessons you've taught in the habit factor and the pressure paradox are are great lessons. So, um, and I think the thing that's helped me is it's given me something really tangible to work with instead of just a concept. So, cool. Um, and I think that's why I feel like it's making a difference for me. So. And I appreciate you for doing that. Well, I appreciate you for sharing. Again, I, I, uh, you know, for you to take time and, and, and talk about these things and, and share. I, 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 uh, my theory has always been, Kathy, and I probably put this at the end of my books. If it just helps one person, it's worthwhile. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking and praying here that, that, you and I taking the time, if it helps just one person, it's been worthwhile. I'm nearly certain, knocking on wood, that it will. So, again, thank you for that. I'm going to let you go, and uh, I'll catch you at, in the accountability group later. Um, okay. That was great, Kathy. Have a great You're evening. Welcome. Go OKC. I'm going to go watch yeah. the I'm going to go watch the Charger. I don't know what the score is here. So I've got to go check on the, the bolts, the one in four bolts. <laughs> well, I was just looking at the Thunder's not winning the game. They Uh-oh. were started off great, and it doesn't look like they're winning right now. Right, so well, anyway, but keep, ho- keep hope alive. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Right, yeah, Take I will. Care. Thanks Bye. a lot, Martin. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye bye. All right. Well, there you go. Did I tell you she's an amazing woman or what? Really so much value in that episode and just really gracious of her to share um, and recount kind of the mindset and the strategies to to crawl out of a uh, dark and difficult time. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks again, Kathy. You're an amazing woman. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.